0: We've been fighting a long time, and we've all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important. Steve with Census Vidalium coming at you on the 29th of February, leap day, in the year of our Lord 2020. On the Saturday after Ash Wednesday, just wondering how you're starting up with your Lent, Lenten promises, Lenten devotions. Are you practicing the discipline? As in, well, you can always scourge yourself too. You know, the guys in the past, like John Fisher and Thomas More, they did it. And a couple other guys, I mean, get your spiritual director to okay that first, but no, the discipline of getting up early, not hitting the snooze button. We got priests preaching on that too. I wanted to start out with a uh, quote. Uh, Everyone knows I've been reading the Jago Willink books, and he had a he had a quote at, a, at towards the end of Extreme Ownership that I thought it would be apt to you know, share with y'all. And it goes with quote. Discipline starts every day when the first alarm clock goes off in the morning. I say first alarm clock because I have three. As I was taught by one of the most feared and respected instructors in SEAL training, one is electric, one battery powered and one wind up. That way there is no excuse for not getting out of bed, especially with all that rest on that decisive moment. The moment the alarm goes off is the first test. It sets the tone for the rest of the day. The test is not a complex one. When the alarm goes off, do you get up out of bed or do you lie there in comfort and fall back to sleep? If you have the discipline to get out of bed, you win. You pass the test. If you are mentally weak for that moment and you let that weakness keep you in bed, you fail. Though it seems small, that weakness translates to more significant decisions. But if you exercise discipline, that too translates to more substantial elements of your life. Indeed. Do you get out of it? Do, have you have you practiced it? Don't hit the snooze. Get up, drop down, hit your knees, say your three hail Marys, start working out. If you uh, get your other morning prayers in, start working out. Do something. Get the blood moving. Got up the last uh, last week. I've been trying to get up 30 minutes earlier. Get in. Get my morning prayers in. Go work out. Come back. Have more time with the family for breakfast. Well, now it's landed kind of xed off on that one but uh still could spend time with the family and kids before i go into the office i got a new obviously like i said, i got a new job out a month ago gracias. I'll pay the rent <laughs> and uh yeah go to work mine's all there if you get your get the good rest in and you get up and you start moving you're not you're not lollygagging around or you're not prone to Oh, this is too hard. I'm not going to do this. Or uh, come prayer time, you know, it's, you know what? I'll push it off. A little slothful sloth, not wanting to do the hard things, be effeminate. Getting up, practicing to do the, the hard things, the extra, the ordinary, extraordinary ways. So when you hit the alarm, when you hear the alarm clock up, you don't need to take a 15-minute cold shower. Just pray. You know, you can if you want. <laughs> Good, nah. more, you're more badly than I. And as one priest said, you know, we we made it through uh, most of human history without heated water, so we can do it. Well, he's right. But yeah, can we get out of bed? Get up, hit that alarm clock. Don't hit snooze. Be disciplined. Get your mind right right off the bat. You know, I'm gonna do this. And then when it's come time to pray, I'm gonna pray. And when when you're doing the praying, you're gonna be the. All right, my focus is on this. I'm gonna go to adoration. I'm gonna go to mass. And then those little excuses that you have. There's reasons, and then there's excuses an excuse is something that you can you can change. And a reason is something that you just cannot, you know, plan for. You know, like if, yeah, it's 80 degrees outside and the, nobody knew about it and all of a sudden a four foot blizzard comes in and you, know, you you can't make it to work that day. And that's a reason. And no one was preparing for that one. There was no contingency plan. There was no way you can get out unless you had an Abram's tank. An excuse... You know we have a lot of excuses we try to find a lot of excuses I didn't make it to work on time well did you, you know give the correct amount of time to you know get out get out of the house and get on the road and start going there on time or I didn't make it a mess on time well it's 20 minutes away did you leave I don't know 40 minutes early just in case planning for a problem that may or may not come up that you may have a car wreck you have to go around but you already had the, a contingency plan for that instead of just, you know what, if I make it right now, if I leave at quarter after and it's, you know, 15 minutes away, then I'll be parked, parking the car, walking in right when mass starts. But what if something happens? Then you're, then you're late for mass. That's on you. And yeah, that's enough of the excuses. Leave five, 10, 15 minutes. Give yourself some time. You can do that for all kinds of things. But uh, also focus. How's your focus going? Are you focused on what is what we were supposed to be focused on? There was a talk about a uh, monk that they would see him looking up to heaven, and they walked up to him and said, "What are you doing?" I "I'm pract- I'm getting my sights ready. I'm aiming. I'm looking what I'm aiming for." Indeed, what are you aiming for? Are you aiming for heaven, or are you aiming for something worldly? Or is your focus on? Is Benedict the Pope? I mean, come on. That's really that's your focus? Or is what's Francis said today? Come on. Or is it the voice? I'm just coming up with something. I know the voice my wife loves watching. And I actually do enjoy watching the uh, blind auditions. It's kinda cool to see. Yeah, you, know, you know, people knocking judged on their books and hear their, you know, their voice comes out, etc. Anyway. But is your focus on what's coming on on TV or you get so out of whack that uh, you miss your TV show that you just lose it and you're off you're you're not even fun to talk to for example on Twitter I dared back up a buddy of mine who's getting uh attacked by these Betty Vacantes, and these guys have yet to stop going you're just tweeting 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 at me and going good do you guys have nothing better to do in your lives just like he talks about in the extreme ownership book. Or you focus on that one guy that's over there trying to get your attention. Shoots off around. Then all of a sudden you got your whole platoon looking at him when the other guys are coming around and flanking you on the side and then you're out. Or are you focus enough to say, I'm not worried about that over there. My focus is gonna be set on what I need to do, where I know that the where is where I know the enemy is and where they're gonna come from and I need to be ready for them and counter counterattack their move. We are the church militant right now, aren't we? Do you know how to counterattack when you get temptations? Do you know how to do that? We have it, there's sermons on there. Type in temptations, census, bedelium. There's plenty of that on there how about humility. You know, St. Francis de Sales, read him. I got, my, my first spiritual director is doing a series on introduction to the devout life, and he's trying to incorporate a lot of things going on uh, in the modern world today into that and trying to get us parishioners to not only really read it but act like I me mean, the gentleman saint I mean, there's a great line about uh, him coming at someone coming up to him you know in france and then you if you wore a hat that was a sign of a gentleman and then someone took his hat from him and uh this is in the book gentleman saint it's, cr- it's a really cool uh biography on him anyway so this guy gets up in his face and uh tells him i know your religion says uh uh turn the other cheek because just about to slap him what are you gonna do Francis like them because I know what my, I know what my religion teaches, but I don't know if I'm going to practice that at that time. <laughs> Talking about you know, I'm going to hit back anyway. The guy the guy gave him his hat back and walked off, but you know he had a they said he had a big anger issue, and after after he died, that you know, they saw fingernail marks underneath his desk, but on top he was cool, calm, and confident. And with all challenges in the world, do you lose your emotion? Do you get upset? blow a lid become mount vesuvius right off the bat i think i mentioned that last time or do you take a step back and detach from the situation look around see what's going on see why are these people fighting why is this argument why did they say this at me take a breath look see what's going on and then come up with a plan i have the humility to not respond back in a negative that would inflame the other person. You might know it will. It might feel good. But to take it, as like Christ on the cross, took it all took all that heat, all those words that were spoken at him, mocking him, calling him out, things like that. He didn't yell back, could have could have came down right off could have came down and really showed him who he was. But he then he stayed up he stayed up on nailed up on the tree. What do we do? Do we yell lose our minds I mean I admit I need to work on this too again like I said last time I do a lot of this I'm talking to myself looking at myself in the mirror when I'm saying this well I don't have a mirror in front of me but you know what I mean how do we practice humility ask God to send you times to humble yourself as Father says ask your guardian angel to humble yourself throughout Lent you'll see it. then what's your plan when you see it remember go ahead and start focusing on that when your mindset what's going to happen when this happens what, how would I react and then practice that in your mind before it ever happens in reality we used to do that when playing basketball you would just or even pitching you would pray, you would mentally think about what your next move is going to be can i can i get can i make that can i make that cut will i get that pass will i make that guy defender move on this and then what is my action afterwards can i get that pass around him for that shot if i do here 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 kind of chess what's the next move it's a chess match, not checkers. Do you have the humility to say I, the phrase, I was wrong? That's a phrase that we joked about. I told a buddy, my Tony, about this. That, don't expect anybody, just like Protestants, to ever say, I was wrong. It's hard to get anybody to say that. Shoot, I was talking to a couple traditionalists. And, you know, I come out of the mass, and one guy's telling me that the uh, it's okay to miss mass because I don't like no sort order. Wait, what time out? <laughs> Where the heck, where'd you come up with that? And he wanted to argue that for 30, 40 minutes. No one wanted to say I was wrong. Or the great line that I remember Father said in one of his lectures. Well, I never heard that. Well, that's great. let not make it not true. Have the humility to say, I did not know that. Let me look it up. Sure, I remember my, my brother and I, we were talking about, uh, We no, we heard a sermon on, I think it was Alexander VI, condemning, kissing before marriage and we looked at each other and going well, i've never heard that before let's look it up you know, we could have taken the other way i would say nah, i've never heard that before what does he have to say I mean, oh, well i remember we both took two different catechisms looked scanned through them and almost immediately at the same time we both found it and go look here it is right here how come we never were taught this so people always went oh let's bring the let's bring this group in let's bring this group in everything will be hunky-dory and change Really? Does that give you the okay? Not the teacher family, the teachings of the church. What's in? It? Is it? Is it eliminate you from uh, reading or studying anything? No, it's on you. Take ownership to study the church, to read the books, to learn apologetics, to learn the Catholic religion. Take ownership to teach that to your family. Don't rely on somebody else to do it. Or complain, oh, father, he's not a good teacher. He's not teaching the. Okay, that might be all well and good. It's an excuse. What can you do about it? Everything you can come up with, all oh, the mass, mass, the this, the you know, the priests aren't good. The mass is this. All excuses. You can do something about it. I know a guy back in back in Denver. He was he lived in Kansas and would drive three hours to Arleigh Mount Carmel in Littleton, Colorado. And he was a grand knight. So not only did he do that, he, he was at mass and then he'd stay for a couple hours afterwards to perform duties of grand knight for the Knights of Columbus at Orlean Mount Carmel. And then they'd drive back. Him and his family. What's your excuse? You don't want to drive 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes? Too much traffic? Not worth it? All right, so you had a, you don't want to go to the nervous world. Is there a eastern right of the Eastern rites available in Byzantine, is that nearby? There's plenty of things you could do. Priest, not good, not too, not too fat. What are you doing? You praying for him? Are you maybe trying to play the game and get friendly with him so that he will start trusting you and take some advice? Because if you go up to him and start bashing him. Yeah, that's gonna make him. Yeah, I can't wait to see John. He's like, I, love, I love hearing him come up and bash. Me. No, he's not. Gonna, he's gonna turn you off immediately. Even that with other, you know, guys in you Novusoro know, of world, if you want to call it that. You go up there and bash them, telling them you're, if they're doing it wrong or this, or are you befriending them, getting them to trust you, teaching them things that they might not know about, and then slipping a little tradition in them and like getting them all excited. Wow, where can I find that? Welcome. Come Sunday at blah blah blah, we'll go out for a beer and pizza afterwards. You can evangelize Catholics that way. Have the humility not to jump down someone's throat or a priest's throat. Try this year, if you're especially on so- social media, not to yell, not to bash a priest or a cleric. We're getting bad about that. A lot of people are starting to get a habit of cleric bashing. You start with one then you start with another and then you lead to another and all of a sudden you're even yelling at good priests it won't be long that you're going we're gonna end up getting some priests that are really good defrocked because of ourselves lady the sheep attacking starting you are seeing that now you might not know of it. i know of six different incidents incidences right now i've had good priests tell me that they have to watch their you know looking over their shoulders they're scared that their lady you're gonna cut you know just Cut them down at their knees. Humility is also defined as knowing your place and taking your place. Know where your place is. Our place isn't to be the clergy. Our place is not to be the Pope. Our place is not to be God who is in charge of the judgment of the Pope, clerics, bishops, etc. We have enough on our plate as family members, fathers, mothers, you know, etc. And when come judgment day we don't need to usurp and have other people as Father I remember our Father talked about why would you know uh, wives why would you want to take your husband's judgment day Yeah, if you are gonna t- if you want to take the role of leader of the household why would you want to take his thing he's going to get judgment day why would you want to have that too what if we what if God did that for us for the way we talk about clerics pray for them we're supposed to pray for them we're supposed to get on our knees pray and sacrifice for them that's how you convert people the arguments no one's listening to any arguments Try it. Look online. They ain't nobody listening to arguments. You can argue, you blew in the face. Nobody's listening to it. What can you do? Pray for their grace. Offer communions. Offer Masses. Rosaries. Sacrifice. Penance. Fasting, etc. Sufferance. That's how we're gonna win. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do it through arguments. I love to argue. Trust me, I'm guilty as that as anybody. I, I haven't met an argument I didn't like to get in. So I'm gonna try not to do that too. Take my own advice Everyone needs to do that anyways But I try to do that Hopefully I don't get called out By anybody If I flip a slip up Or anything like that Well God bless y'all Thank you for listening Remember Discipline equals freedom Try to get out of bed Try to get out of the uh, Don't hit the snooze button Make your bed Dress a little better Talk a little better Act a little better No cussing Speak a little better I think I said that already Talk a little better And then keep focus. Eyes on the prize. Don't let some little distraction or head fake throw you off. Stay on the target.